Hello, Rockstars, and welcome to the Papa Rockstars podcast. My name is Anya Bohm, and I am your show host. Today, I am super pleased to introduce Geraldine Sousa to you. Now, Geraldine is a rock star in her business, and I think you will learn so much today. So get that pen and paper ready, because you are definitely going to want to take notes. Geraldine has been with Paparazzi about 14 months. She uh, started working her business a year ago, December, so really not that long. In a very, very short time, though, she has risen to the elite ranks of paparazzi. She has a Z-piece named after her from the 2018 collection, the Geraldine. She was the number one points earner for the 2019 passport vacation trip. Uh, she is Crown Club 50, and like I said, an elite leader with paparazzi. She's reached the rank of fashionista and is super close to alias. A-lister. Now, yeah. Geraldine has a team of 450 consultants and 108 personally sponsored, which you guys, if you don't know this already, that is not a very big team to be where she is at. So she not only knows how to rock her own business, she knows how to train people to do the same. She did over a half a million dollars in sales in her first year with paparazzi. She has hit double black diamond and is halfway on her on her way this year alone to tripling that her goal by convention is to quadruple the numbers for black diamonds life of the party status now geraldine is a normal person like all the rest of us you're probably thinking from all of those stats and numbers that she is like one of those superstars but guess what she is a normal person who has a really amazing work work ethic she is a mom has been a single mom uh her son is now 27 years old but she's built her business uh this one and ones that she's done before as a single mom and she lives in southern california geraldine did i leave anything out uh, no, the only thing that we forgot to talk about is to let everybody know I also have a full-time day job, a very demanding full-time day job. So paparazzi is not my full-time gig, even though I have more than full-time results. That is definitely an important thing to notice because you do have to split your time. You don't have to. You have to be able to schedule things out and work it when you can, right? Absolutely. Every moment in my life counts. On, on based on the direction I need to go at the time, yes. Well, Geraldine, let's jump right into the questions today. What got you started with paparazzi? I had previously been in an MLM. I love jewelry. I love fashion. I always have. If I could choose a career, it would be interior designing or like a personal fashion designer, um, although that is not my day job at all, quite the opposite. But um, I saw my friend doing a show and she was selling the $5 jewelry and I messaged her and I said, $5 really? She was actually one of my downline from my previous jewelry MLM companies I was in that I was very successful in. Um, very, a lot more expensive than paparazzi. So I was a little snobby when I said that and I've known her for 20 years. She said, I was waiting for you to message me and ask me that. And she goes, I would not be showing this if it wasn't amazing. So we started talking about it. I was actually out of state on the job assignment because I do travel for my day job as well. And I started looking into it and I was impressed. I was impressed with the foundation. I was impressed with the company. I bought my $500 kit without um, buying a piece of jewelry or touching a piece of jewelry or seeing it. I messaged her and I said, I'm in, I'm buying the kit. 
And I went from there. And I will say this. I was financially struggling. I um, had a really horrific divorce. I paid a ton of alimony. I He took half of my 401k. And unless I was prepared to work 30 more years in my day job, there was no way I was going to be able to retire after he uh, was able to take me for all that money. So I needed to figure out what I was going to do for my future and a retirement. So when I found paparazzi, I knew that it was the perfect opportunity. $5 jewelry, lead and nickel free, four founders, pay compensation amazing. So I put all my knowledge and know-how full force into paparazzi, and it's been the perfect opportunity. So now correct me if I'm wrong, but when you bought your $500 kit, you were actually renting out the rooms in your house to be able to make ends meet. Am I right? You're right. I have a four-bedroom house in Redlands. It's a modest four-bedroom house, but all the rooms in my house were being rented out, and I was living, like, my bedroom was the smallest room, which I actually still reside in because now paparazzi has my biggest rooms. But um, I had to do that. I was financially strapped. When I bought that $500 kit, I was sick to my stomach that night thinking, what am I doing? I'm just now spending more money on my credit cards that I can't afford, um, and I'm upside down. So I had to work paparazzi like there was no choice, that there was no financial choice is what I did. I love that. Now, what is your paparazzi why? Why do you do paparazzi? For the financial freedom, um, number one, that's the reason why I jumped into it. I saw that there was an opportunity to get out of my rut if I were to work it super hard that was my main why. It kind of still is my main why. And I say kind of because um, I'm there. Like the financial freedom I already have and the future that I have is so huge, I can't comprehend it in my mind. I do still have my day job. I love what I do with my day job. I'm having a hard time letting that go. But um, that still is my why. However, because I've already secured that future, it's changed a little bit now. So let's jump into that. How has your why changed from when you very first started paparazzi till right now with that big team and hitting, you know, three times black diamond status? How has that changed? Definitely the financial stability is there. Um, I talk to many elites now. I, I have the exposure to be able to talk to very high uplines in this company and Going elite, honestly, is is huge opportunity to be exposed to those um, consultants. And um, I know financially where I'll be one year, two year with paparazzi, so I'm not worried about that so much anymore. However, getting the feedback from the people I've signed up that I'm literally changing their lives as well, my why now is changed more to letting people know that there is a means of financial freedom and that paparazzi truly is the best multi-level marketing company that you can be in or exposed to. I've done my research on many multi-level marketing companies, which is why I didn't start one again after my last experience because they're much built the same and there's a lot of cracks in those foundations and that doesn't exist with paparazzi. So my why now is to have either males or females know that if you can apply the proper 
work ethics. If you can want something so bad, it can actually be there. This avenue is there for you to take a hold of it and do that. You just need to build the work ethics to make it happen. And I will help you give you all the tools to do that. People thank me for changing their lives. And if that's not a big enough of a why to do something and, and push forward and keep on showing people what you can accomplish in this company, uh, I don't know what is. It's, it's the best thank you that I can get with killing myself in this company. I just want to highlight kind of what you said with both of those parts of that question. It started out as something to help you, something that could help your financial situation, get that retirement back for you, and it's kind of changed into being able to help others and give them that same security, that same financial benefits that you received. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, that's what keeps me going every day. So, Geraldine, we're going to take a little bit of a shift here. Those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that this is one of my favorite questions because we hear all these numbers and these stats and these amazing things that Geraldine is doing, and it's really easy for us to put her up on a pedestal and recognize her for the amazing powerhouse diva that she is. What we forget to realize is she started right where we are down in the trenches, working, making a $5 sell here, a $5 sell there, and just clenching those every little bit of successes. So we're going to take you to Geraldine's worst paparazzi moment. So Geraldine, draw us a picture. Take us to that moment in time that you would consider your worst moment in your business. I thought about this, and it's an easy answer. What I had to think about was whether or not I was going to share this. And I decided to do this. Uh, and I haven't really talked about this moment until now since it had happened. And I'm here to tell you we are all human. Um, and yes, to, to piggyback off of how I started, literally, I started at my kitchen table. I had no room to do my paparazzi. I started with taping my phone into place and using a book light for lighting. Okay, so if to let you guys know how real I am, I started exactly where everybody else was. I couldn't afford mailing products. I had to do it, you know, one order at a time. I would go live constantly. I I started doing double. I got seemed the term double back. So I would do four hours and then I'd do another four hours. So we started calling those double backs and I do marathon. So I started becoming known very quickly just for the simple fact my face was out there like crazy. Because of that, I had a lot of, I hit the scene so hard and so strong early on. I also had a lot of paparazzi consultants not very happy with me. And um, they would get on my live shows and talk very bad to me. Um, and I'm not asking anybody to feel sorry for me because if you you if you haven't experienced, you're going to experience. Let's talk about the good, bad, and ugly with paparazzi. It is what it is. We're all females, and we can tend to be catty. I grew my viewers quickly, and I probably had at this time, it was early on in paparazzi, maybe 60 people watching me. And at that time, that was a huge number of people for me. This person came on my live video, and she said that I was, a cow or a pig. it was really bad and that I was stealing all of her customers and it wasn't fair that I was stealing her customers. I didn't know her at all. I don't poach. I never have poached. I built my company with integrity. 
I let her get the best of me. And it was really bad. When I say really bad, it was really bad. Uh, it was so bad that Facebook banned me for 30 days. Oh, I haven't talked about this. I can't believe I'm talking about this on the podcast. But I need you to know that it's real. So she then, my customers were appalled, not by me, but by her. And I had to ask them, please don't retaliate against her because then they were upset that I was banned from Facebook because I went off on her so bad. And I'm feisty bombshell, by the way. So I am feisty. Just let you know, I'm half Sicilian. I'm a redhead. I'm feisty. And so I got banned and she ended up posting pictures of me on her Facebook wall and saying very, very, very bad things about me on her Facebook wall that I was posting customers and that was disgusting uh, because she was jealous of my success. And she's like, you know, I've been doing this for months and I can't even get viewers and I don't understand this. My customers had turned that into compliance and she was canceled. That made me sad. It made me sad that somebody lost out on the opportunity of this business because they let their jealousy get so in the way. What really made me sad was that I gave her the power to make that real and for me to react to it. And I learned a huge lesson in that. I'm still learning because some people still get me a little hot when I do my live videos. And now I just say, okay, well, have a nice day. There's other people you can watch. See you later. So I try not to react. I try not to be so reactionary to it anymore. That was incredibly a huge learning time for me. And I know that most people who are listening to this can, can relate because we've had those moments and you probably were bigger people than me, but I did react to it and it turned into a very ugly situation. I love how you said you've learned how to not be so reactionary. One of my favorite quotes is, when emotion is high, logic is low. And I found that so true in my life when I'm upset at my kids and I'm usually not so logical. I'm just like, ah, go to your room. Um, but when I have a second to take a step back from that, then I can actually handle situations a lot better. So that is one thing I took away from your story. What is the one thing that you want our listeners to pull out of your worst paparazzi moment? Number one, uh, this is, it's, it's rough. There's a lot of competition out there. Um, it's definitely not oversaturated. People, the more you get out there and the more you work your business, people who are not successful will either look toward you as a mentor or they are going to be angry at you and try to pick you apart. Either way, you have people watching you and you're putting yourself out there. As a positive mentor, I failed that. I reacted to it. And I was showing people, the people who were following in my footsteps and saying, wow, this woman's amazing and I want to work my paparazzi like this. Um, I showed them a negative light and, and that was not appropriate. For the person or people who hate on me, I gave them exactly what they wanted, which was a reaction from me. So we need to remember that with social media, although it helps us with our business, it can hurt you super fast as well. It's very difficult for you to rectify or take that back. And when something like that is out there, 
thousands of people are going to see it, not just a couple people. So that moment is recorded. It's, you know, it's memorialized. It's out there. And you now have to own what happened. And the only thing that you can do is tell people, you know, I truly am sorry. And all my people said, don't be sorry for that. As well, I am because I don't want people to say, well, I'm going to be exactly like feisty and I'm just going to tell everybody off. That's, you know, not a good path to go. And I want to let you know that everybody's human in paparazzi. We will all make mistakes. You make a mistake, own it, learn from it, and then move on positively from it. And it's going to happen continually throughout your path with paparazzi. And I'm just waiting for my next one that I have to learn from. I love that. So be professional because people are watching and then own it, learn from it and move forward in a positive direction. That's perfect. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw a surprise question on here, kind of a follow up to what you were just saying. When you have those haters and those trolls come onto your Facebook video and you're getting kind of flustered because they're, you know, saying mean things or, you know, throwing out things that absolutely shouldn't be on your live video. How do you handle that now? I had to giggle a little bit to myself because it depends on how sleep deprived I am at the time. Um, <laughs> I, I literally, before I go live, depending on like right now, I have a bad kink in my neck and I'm getting over influenza A. So I was very, very, very sick during Texas EMP. And when I'm this ran down and I know I have to do a live, I have to tell myself, think before you speak, be calm, don't be reactionary. Now I have such a broad customer base, I have to ask my customers not to be so reactionary because they're almost like protective of me. It's kind of hard to explain. So I, if I know I'm going to be short-tempered, I will just block them. I just don't even entertain it. I don't bring it to anybody's attention. I just block them right away. If I have more patience, then I will try to talk to them and, and bring them out of that negativity. So at least I can show people that, you know, it's okay. If people don't have to like me, it's all right. And then if my customers get frustrated, they'll say, please just block them now. We're tired of them and I'll do that. I definitely try not to do even close what I did that day with that one consultant because I don't ever want to see another consultant get canceled and react to my reactions um, the same way. Absolutely. Great advice. Just block them, right? You don't need that kind of negativity anyways. Yep. Well, let's keep moving. What habit do you have that you feel contributes most to your success? Work ethics. Work ethics, work ethics, work ethics. I decide every moment after my day job what it is I need to get done, how tired I am, and what I'm going to choose to do next. You have moments in the day and every moment that you choose to do something, there is going to be a consequence or a reaction to that. It's either going to be positive to the direction that you want to go to with your business or it's it's going to be negative or just, you know, whatever you choose to do with your time, you need to own that is what I'm trying to say. When I hit paparazzi, I knew that I had to evaluate my time and there was things that I needed to let go that I love, love, love to do. 
I can't hardly go to the movies anymore. I don't ride my motorcycles like I used to. I love motorcycles. I had to sacrifice very precious things in order for me to be successful. This is somebody's, everybody's individual sacrifice will be different. And it will only be your choice. And I would never tell anybody to sacrifice what they love doing to be successful in paparazzi. But what I'm telling you is you need to evaluate your time and exactly what you're doing with it. If you choose to watch an hour of Jerry Springer, how is that going to contribute to your future? You need to carve out the time of what is important to you. If being successful in paparazzi is important to you, you will carve out the moments to make it happen. So you're saying that you don't spend 14 hours a night binge-watching Netflix. Instead, you choose to work your business. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Sometimes it is nice to kick back, but definitely you, even when you're tired, even when you're worn down, if you are choosing to invest in your business, that's when it's going to pay off tenfold, right? Absolutely. For me, time is short. You don't know what tomorrow brings. I live that daily. I've been in in financial distress, and I'm definitely way above digging myself out of that now, and uh, my future is bright, and I don't want it to be mediocre, and that's what I strive to do. So I need to make choices every day on how I'm going to do that, and while I'm healthy, and I'm somewhat young because I am 47, I need to do what I can do physically because tomorrow I might not have that moment that I have today. Absolutely. And if you want to stand out from the crowd, you can't be doing what everybody else is doing. You can't be binge watching Netflix or sitting home eating bonbons because that's what everybody else does. And you don't want to live like everybody else long term. You want to stand out from the crowd. And that means doing things not everybody's doing. That's huge. That's huge. I'll piggyback off of that. The reason Mm -hmm. why Paparazzi says that elite is only 1% of the company isn't because there's only room for 1%. It's only because only 1% has the drive and the desire to stand out from the crowd and work 10 times, 100 times, 200 times harder than the average person. Anybody, anybody who's anybody on the face of this earth who is deemed successful in our eyes has sacrificed enormously to be where they're at. Nothing is handed to you at all, no matter who you are. And I can guarantee if it's handed to you, it will not last. It's not going to last in longevity. You have to work for what you have. Very well said. Now, Geraldine, what advice would you give to a brand new paparazzi consultant just getting started in their business? A lot. So go back to work ethics. I need you to determine what your why is, determine where you want to be in a short term and a long term, and write those goals down. You need to evaluate what time you have during the day and what you can sacrifice and what you cannot sacrifice. And you need to make a plan with that. You need to carve that time out to work your business. If you work your business part-time, you will get part-time results. If you work your business full-time, you will get full-time results. And the only person who can be accountable for that is you yourself as the paparazzi 
independent consultant. That is definitely the strongest advice I can give you. Number two, don't look at what other people have accomplished and feel that if you want to do something better than that, it's impossible because that person couldn't do it. I, in the beginning, did that. I would look at some of the greats. And I'm like, well, I can't be Crown Club 50 because look at her. Look how high she is. She's not even Crown Club 50. And my close friends who saw me doing what I was doing said, are you kidding me? Of course you can. So I had to get that out of my mind. I had to stop comparing what they have or have not achieved to what I felt that I could do. And once I did that, I was unstoppable. I got the ZPs. I got Crown Club 50. I'm struggling to get 75. I haven't written it down and said I'd do it, but when I do that, it won't happen. It's not a desire of mine yet. It's very difficult to hit those. But you can achieve what you want to achieve by doing the first thing I told you to do, knowing that it's not going to be handed to you and what you need to sacrifice and work for. Those are my two biggest things I will tell you as a consultant. And it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this business, exactly what you want to achieve is achievable. I don't care if you've been in this business for one month. If you want a Z piece, you absolutely can do it. Don't sell yourself short. Do not do that. I'm going to re-highlight something you said because I feel like it is a truth bomb. You said, don't look at what others have accomplished and think it's impossible because it totally is possible. The the records that are out there only mean that nobody else has beat it yet. It doesn't mean that it's impossible to beat. It's just yet. So add that yet into your vocabulary because good things can come your way if you get that work ethic in place like Geraldine's talking about and just hit it hard. Right, Geraldine? Absolutely. Now, Geraldine, if you could suggest one thing to a consultant who is feeling completely just stuck in their business, what would you tell them to do? Okay. First of all, evaluate what is working and keep on doing that. Evaluate what's not working and change it. The one thing people forget is that if it is working, you need to be consistent with that. Don't fix what's not broken. However, just because that is working and you are consistent with that, you need to look at other things that's going to take you to the next level. That's what people forget. So if you're sitting there and you're consistent with everything, but you can't feel what you can't figure out why you're stuck, you need to think outside the box of what you're going to do to get to the next level. I do this every day. I just had a consulting call with um, somebody who helps me with my social media. And she's like, I love it when you personally challenge yourself, game on. And I do that and I have to continually think outside the box because if I don't, I will become stagnant. And even with half a million dollars in sales, I don't want to become stagnant, believe it or not. If you don't do that, then you are consciously saying that you are comfortable where you're at. Well, if you start saying that I'm stuck words, it's because you are not thinking outside the box on what you need to do on top of what you're already being consistent with. If what you are doing consistently is working, don't stop doing that. You need to add to it. And that's where you need to challenge yourself on where you're doing, what you're doing and what you're spending time doing and how much time you have to do the next level. 
I have training videos with my team that, that talks about time management. What are you doing in your business that is not making you money? And if you are spending time doing things that are not making you money or improving yourself, stop doing it. I can give you examples of that. We probably don't want to get into it. But don't fill your day with fluff and say you're working your business. You need to truly be working your business. And if you're stuck, you may very well may be doing that. And you need to reevaluate that and start doing more things consistently that lead to the level you want to get to. I love that she said, stop doing the fluffy stuff because it's easy to create a new graphic, to reorganize your inventory, to reorganize your boards, but that's not the stuff that's going to be bringing in the money. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to jump tracks just a little bit and say just a tiny little story. If you were in Las Vegas and you're at one of the tables and you're kind of winning a little bit, a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there, are you going to, while you are winning, walk away. Most likely not because that's Vegas for you, right? What you're going to do instead is you're going to double down and you're going to start putting more money in there. You're going to start investing more because you want bigger rewards. And that's the same thing with your business. Find what's working, be consistent, work it hard and double down your efforts. And that's when you're going to start seeing the bigger payouts. If you're just having a little success and you want more, double down. That's now, perfect, General. I'll give you an example of that. You, this mm-hmm. is probably going to blow your guys' mind, but talk about that's my personality is doubling down. Um, I was averaging about twenty to 22,000 PV per month uh, with my business, and I fired my two full-time back office staff because they were wasting my time, and um, it was a, a nightmare. They were hiding jewelry, and it was a nightmare. I fired them. Not only did I fire them, I gave myself the personal challenge to double down. I was going to double my PV and double my sales in one month, and I did it. I did, and this wasn't because Paparazzi had a contest. I already won Dominican Republic. I already have a ZP. There was nothing for me to go after except for my personal challenge, and I did 42,000 PV last month. I doubled down. That is amazing. Good for you. And what a good example of doubling down, putting up, putting all your chips in, putting it on what's working. I love that. Yes. Now, Geraldine, what is a quote that inspires you? Couple. My very first quote that's actually tattooed on my arm is carpe diem. I've lived that my entire life. Of course, that sees the day because tomorrow's never promised. That's my number one quote. My newest quote, because uh, I always add to that quote, because that's my that's my life quote. My newest quote that I read, I don't remember where I read it, and it's probably one of those unknowns that float around Facebook, is you are perfect exactly where you're at. And when I read that, I was like, ooh, that's inspiring. And then I went to sleep. And I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, that's kind of cold, right? Like, you're perfect exactly where you're at. When you really think about that, if you're miserable, you're perfect exactly where you're at. You've created that. You are the single person who is responsible for whatever environment you're in right now. So if you're broke, 
you've created that perfect environment. You're perfect exactly where you're at. If you don't like it, you better be more perfect tomorrow. You need to change it. You have perfected the place you're at. You've done that. Like, you've mastered that because that's where you're at. That is the most powerful quote I have ever read, and I think about that every single day. That's a really deep quote. I think I'm going to have to ponder on that one a little bit more because I can see where you're coming from, and that that's pretty deep. Exactly. I, I, I look at homeless people. I'm like, yeah, you're perfect exactly where you're at. How did you get there? How did you perfect that? You know? Wow. It's deep. Mm-hmm. What is a book you'd say is a must-read and why? This is a hard one because since I started paparazzi, all I do is study paparazzi and I study Facebook algorithms. So I can't really throw that out you, but I will. And all I've ever read throughout my life is Stephen King and horror flicks. So that's not going to help you guys. But, and I haven't had time to read a book in 14 months. However, a book that I've been carrying around with me for months that was actually given to me by the founders is a book that's called No Excuses, The Power, Self-Discipline by Brian Tracy. Um, so this is my aspire to read book. Um, it's 21 Ways to Achieve Lasting Happiness and Success. So that's what I aspire to read. That's the best answer I can give you because I can't tell you to read Stephen King It. That's not going to help you right now in your business. It'll scare you and keep you up at night is all it's going to do. <laughs> well, then you can go live if you're scared enough all night, right? So, <laughs> so I do I do want to read this book, and it was, it was given to me by the founders. So I, that's definitely what I aspire to read. I, I've read several other books by Brian Tracy. I, I think he's a very powerful author, and I'm excited to give this one a try as well. Good. Let me know if you read it before I do. Will do. Well, Geraldine, we are to the last question of the podcast, but this might be the most difficult. We like to do a weekly call challenge. So what is the one thing you are going to challenge all the listeners to do in the next week to take action in their paparazzi business? I've never heard your podcast before, so I don't know what other people have said. But whenever anybody asks me this question, I always give the same answer. So if you now do not order daily, if you are serious about your business in paparazzi, you must. At least Monday through Friday when the new releases hit. I don't care if you only have $20 to spend. If you do not order daily or get in the habit or the practice of how to order daily and get those hot pieces from paparazzi, you are doing your business a disjustice and your customers as well. If you already do that, then my challenge to you is to at least double what you order. The reason why I'm telling you this is when you do that, it will force you to work your business harder. My team who does it finally does it. They do it whining and clicking, uh, kicking and screaming. And then two months later, they're like, holy cow, my customer base has doubled. My sales have doubled. You cannot sell what you don't have. And if you are trying to push yourself in paparazzi and get people ordering from your website, you are not going to get ahead. 
any big business out there has sacrifices that they need to to do to grow and it's growing pains and i as big as i am i have growing pains and I grow my sales all the time and it's painful and I got to figure out how I'm going to get to the next level. You're going to do this, but if you truly desire to sell a lot and be diamond or black diamond, you need to practice this. It will push you to get to the next level. It's uh, Empowering Pink. They talked about upping your game. And I love this challenge because it, it focuses right on those same things they were talking about. So order daily if you're not already. And if you are ordering daily, double what you're ordering. Right, Geraldine? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I don't know about anybody else listening, but I have pages of notes. Geraldine, this has been such an honor to have you on the show today, and I am excited for the rest of Paparazzi to hear this and to up their game, to get their buns in gear, and to start challenging you at the the top with those numbers. Awesome. Also, you guys can follow me. A lot of consultants just watch my live shows, and I will take moments out of my live shows just to talk to consultants. I know half my numbers are consultants. My customers know I do this. I'll pause and say, okay, break. Let me talk to consultants. I sometimes do a Q&A for you guys. I'll sometimes just drop some advice for you. Um, so I have a lot of consultants who stalk me, and you can absolutely do that. I don't want you spending a ton of time doing that because I'd rather you work your business. But Everything I do on my live sales shows is business strategy. So I have a lot of consultants who mimic it and thank me because their business is booming. So I welcome you to do that. You can shamelessly do it. You can secretly do it. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm Feisty Bombshell VIP. And if you drop me a message in Messenger, I promise I'll at least do a hello. If you have a quick question, I'll try to answer it. And I have people who I hire back office to also help me uh, answer questions or give you some answers that they know of. And sometimes they alert me to make sure that it's me answering you. So I'll tell you, this is Geraldine. My Randy will say this is Randy for Geraldine, but we definitely reach out and help you guys out. What an amazing generous offer. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, late. Ladies, I forgot to mention this at the first part of the podcast, but don't forget to head on over to paparockstars.com slash Geraldine. That is where you are going to find the show notes for today, an awesome call image that you can use on your social media, and you can listen again, share it with your team. So again, that website is paparockstars.com slash Geraldine. Have a rockin' week. We will catch you next time. Bye-bye.